five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to America.com. My name is Rich Doc Hayden, and I am with... And here we are. We are nearing the end of January. Harp, how is everything down in Georgia? Hey, it's going good. Mm -hmm. We're uh, finishing up the, the last few weeks of winter. Uh, yeah, getting, getting ready for the getting ready for spring. Mm -hmm. We're full swing basketball season around here. Oh, okay. So, yeah, uh, your, your son just played a game, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My oldest son had a had a game tonight. Yeah. Ooh, how'd they, they do? Yeah, they won. Oh, five good. and one now. So they're doing pretty good. Oh, five and one. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not so, bad. We yeah. had a pretty eventful sports week. I took uh, I took my oldest. You know, Auburn. We're Auburn fans. Uh -huh. I am anyway. My uh -huh. son, he's a Georgia fan. Uh huh. So you know, Georgia won the football national championship. So I took him to the Auburn Georgia. We got. Got some tickets to the Auburn Georgia basketball game. Very cool. Last Wednesday, so we went to it uh, over in Auburn. Watched Auburn destroy Georgia. I had to humble him a little bit. He was, uh, you know, he was riding the high horse because Georgia won it in football. Mm -hmm. Auburn beat him pretty good in basketball. Yep. Tell him it doesn't translate over. So. Nope. 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 Yep. Yeah. Football players can't play basketball. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't tackle your point guard. Yeah. <laughs> then the wife took took all the girls Friday back down to Auburn to the gymnastics. Oh. Uh, neat. You know, Auburn's got that girl from the Olympics, that Sunni. Okay. Yeah, you know, she's a female Olympian. Mm -hmm. Sunni Lee. Okay. She goes, she goes to Auburn, so they got to go down there and watch her, uh, which is pretty neat. To be able to say you've seen a seen a uh, Olympic medalist live. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Somebody at the peak of their game, and yep. being able to do it, and being able to contort the gymnast. I always, I always watch gymnastics, and I say, I don't know how how anybody does that. Like sometimes I have trouble like getting up out of my seat at work. You know what I mean? So I don't know how people yep. can like. You, you know, go on the double bars or the, you know, the monkey, the, the monkey bars or not the monkey bars, the double bars or the, um, what are the, you know, the rings, you know what I mean? Or on the pommel horse, like, oh man, yeah. Yep. So. That's my, my, my oldest daughter's real big in gymnastics. She does that travel gymnastics. Nice. She, she's all about it. So it was good for her to get to see some competition like that and to see, you know, she, you know, to see somebody fight soon who's an Olympian, you know, they mess up too. Mm -hmm. You just have to overcome it and keep going. Yep. She, she had a, a hiccup, so it was good that she got to see that. Yep, outstanding. Even even Olympians, you know, have off days. Yep. And in truth, it takes a long time to get good at anything. So, you've, when you look at your, you when you look at an Olympian, you know, not only have they succeeded more than everybody else, but they failed more than everybody else because it took them a whole lot longer to get there than it did the other person. So. Well, well, very cool, man. I'm glad to hear that they're doing good. And we'll, I don't know if that'll roll exactly into our topic tonight, but I'm going to roll into it anyway. So it is... We're going to roll in like Russia's rolling in Ukraine? Yep, pretty much, pretty much. It is. Right now, as we are recording, it is 
Tuesday, January 25th. By the time I post this, we it, the, the situation may be completely different. So time, you know, time, date, uh, everything. But um, for anybody who's watching right now, Russia has massed, um, I've heard, between 125,000 and 150,000 troops along the border with Ukraine and uh, they're just sitting there waiting to go off. I was reading a bit about the diplomacy today and, uh, you know, Putin, uh, the Russian side says, we're not going to invade, we're not going to invade, we're not going to invade unless somebody gives us a reason to invade. And I bet that at some point, somebody inside Ukraine that's affiliated with Russia will give them a reason to invade. They'll do something, and Putin will use that as his pretext to go in. But, actually, let's discuss a little bit before I give you my predictions. But, Hart, have you been watching the situation, and what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been not necessarily watching it, but I've been following it on, on my news feed, on my phone and stuff like that. And if I, if I can catch, catch a break to throw it on my news, I will. But, I mean, I'm, I've been tracking it. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so, you know, as prior military, what are your thoughts on the situation? I mean, as as prior military mm -hmm. and and a, a, a conservative American, I, I don't think we need to uh, dip our toes in it uh, unless you know it really harms us. I don't know. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I don't know what we would do over there mm. if they did. If Russia was to invade, I mean, I get where you know the NATO and all of that, but again, I, I mean, Russia, I think, is going to do what Russia wants to do, regardless. I don't see uh, Putin changing his mind. Mm. So I mean, it's a uh, it's. it's Almost like a cat and mouse waiting game, like you said. Who, who's going to make the first move? Yep. I mean, I think I think Putin's already got his mind made up what move he's going to make when he makes it. So that's 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 my military perspective of it. Yeah, I. You move you move you move that much personnel and equipment. You're, you're planning something. You don't just do that for shits and giggles. Yep. I agree. I agree 100%. I think that he has his... I, though I can't be inside the man's mind, I do think that he has his desires um, already mapped out. He knows what he wants. He knows what he wants to accomplish. Whether that's an actual invasion of Ukraine or to just get some concessions from the West, although I, I don't think that that's what he wants. I do think he wants to go in, but um, I hope I'm wrong. I certainly hope that I'm wrong, but I would agree with you that I, he is. I mean, what did, I, yeah. I don't even know what, uh, I mean, what Ukraine has that Russia wants, other than just the land, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's some natural resources in there. But. Yeah, Ukraine has, actually, Ukraine is pretty important strategically. It is, so, you know, it, it borders Russia, and Russia wants uh, to increase its sphere of influence and to create more of a security buffer between it and the West. Um, Ukraine also has a lot of food production as well. Very, uh, very verdant, a lot of farming, a lot of agriculture. So uh, 
that's what's going on. And then I, you know, again, I can't be inside Putin's head, but I think you know, um, he's getting uh, a little bit older, kind of towards the end of his political career. And I know that he he used to be in the KGB, and he was you know very much uh, affected by the fall of the Soviet Union. So uh, I, I, you know, I think maybe he might want to you know on his way out. Uh, you know, do his part to restore a bit of the, you know, the Soviet Union and greater Russia. Although, again, I, I'll say it over and over again, I not inside the man's head, so I don't know. That's what I mean. You know, I, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm curious to see what the Ukrainians think. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's probably some who want it and some who don't, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, from from what I've read about the, the situation inside Ukraine now, like, people are... Not, not I, I guess it's anxious, but a little bit. They've been dealing with Russia, so so this situation with Russia has been going on for the last couple of years. There, the people are, I think, a bit. I don't want. I don't know if used to it is the right word, but um, are calibrating their their reactions a bit more carefully. So, the uh, you know, the situation's a little bit different. I, I don't think anybody would. Um, Doubt the fact that if Russia wanted to invade, or when Russia wants to invade, that they'll be able to, you know, route the Ukrainian military. But in the last five years, um, the Ukrainian military has been better equipped. They're, you know, a lot more disciplined, so they're definitely going to put up much more of a fight and definitely sting Russia much more than they would have otherwise if it turns into a full-fledged um, confrontation. You know what I mean? So. Um, you know, so there's so there's that, but um, uh, yeah. So uh, the but my thing is, if we get over there, and you get the people in Ukraine who don't want us there, just like it was when we, you know, when we went into Iraq, you know, there were some people who uh, could care less what was going on in their in their lives with their government with Saddam, but just didn't want us over there, mm. screwing there, you know, messing there homeland up. So I'm wondering if that's going to, you know, get back at us if we go over there to Ukraine. You know, there's probably some Ukrainians who don't want us over there. They'd rather just let them handle it. See? So, I don't know what we're going to throw at it. So here's what, here's what I think will happen. So, uh, if Russia does launch a full-fledged invasion of Ukraine, then uh, Biden says that he has not he will not, um, as of now, does not plan to commit troops to the Ukraine. So I think a couple of things will happen. Number one, what we'll do is we will um, beef up our security presence with NATO, and all the NATO countries will see a, a, a very large increase in forces and U.S. attention, which is exactly what Putin does not want. Um, that's number one. Number two, we're going to, uh, you know, impose pretty steep sanctions on Russia um, which, uh, you know, would, would definitely hurt, um, you know, Putin and his effort in the long term. And then three, I, I don't, and again, I'm not now, now I'm not inside Joe Biden's mind, so I don't know what he's thinking, but, um, there are different ways to support the Ukrainians without sending in U.S. troops. I mean, like, we could support an insurgency, you know, we could, when we were, when you and I were, um, sorry, when you and I were in Iraq, we were, fighting a counterinsurgency and it's entirely possible 
that uh, in Ukraine, we could be on the other end of that, and the Russians are fighting counterinsurgency, and, you know, the CIA and some of our other national security groups are supporting, you know, and clandestinely funding a, a Ukrainian counterinsurgency where, you know, you just have um, maybe, you know, very small select, uh, you know, U.S., um, you know, uh, CIA and black ops, um, you know, basically doing what the fucking, doing to the Russians what the Iranians did to us in Iraq, which is supporting, uh, you know, a, uh, a Ukrainian insurgency that over time just grinds down the Russians and eventually uh, kicks them out. Because, you know, Russia, Russia was in Afghanistan for a number of years, and we actually, well, you know, anybody who's, you know, read the history of Afghanistan knows we funded the Mujahideen, who then went on, you know, uh, to, to kick the Soviets out, but then, you know, we backed away and the Taliban, you know, eventually grew out of that and, um, you know, and everybody, you know, the rest is history. So um, Ukraine's a little different than Afghanistan, but, but there are different things that we can do than um, launch a, uh, or, or commit American troops and, uh, you know, actually fight. And I'll tell you, Harp, you know something? Like, so the older I get, the less and less... I want to see American troops used, and, I, and what I mean by that is like I was, I was not excited. Certainly not excited. I was horrified by nine eleven. But like after nine um, eleven, you know, when I, you know, when Afghanistan and Iraq jumped off, there was a part of me that was like really excited, and I joined because I wanted to go over. Um, but I was a you know twenty two, twenty three at the time, and like now, I like I don't, <laughs> I don't, I definitely do not want us to fucking get involved if we don't have to, you know what I mean? But I just, I mean, I don't really try to play police guy. Well, here's, here's where it gets complicated. Even though I don't want us to commit troops, I do want us to help the Ukrainians and to, um, uh, help check Russian aggression because, you know, the, the, the thing with, with, with the U S and with Russia's, we, when we when we stand down from a place, it pretty much gives the shitheads or you know where, wherever that whatever part of the world it is, the shitheads the green light to go in and do whatever they want to do. And like, even if us, how can I say this? Even if we don't commit a hundred percent, but only commit fifty percent, and that fifty percent is enough to keep. Putin from launching a, you know, full-scale invasion and completely taking over Ukraine, you know, um, and not a shot is fired from us and not a single American soldier is, you know, uh, hurt or killed, then that's a, you know, that's a win. And, um, you know, but, you know, we'll see. So there's, but basically there's, there are different levels. It's not just, you know, commit U.S. troops and go into a full-out war with Russia or, stand along the sidelines and, you know, let Putin do whatever it is he's going to do, you know, so... Um, you think you think he's acting alone? You think Russia's acting alone? Like, what do you mean? Like, with uh, does he have uh, other partners? Are you, are you, yeah, are you, you think there's somebody backing him? Like, you know, going to help him push through? I mean... To benefit themselves? I don't know, maybe. I don't know, like, I, I don't think China's going to really play a part in it um you know i don't know if iran is i think china is perfectly happy to step back and let the u.s and russia kind of 
duke this well the US US slash Europe and Russia kind of duke this out um so yeah I mean I don't know there's it's kind of there, aside from China there's nobody really higher than you know Putin in Russia you know what I mean so I don't know well I mean wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't NATO make all the shouldn't they make everybody pitch in Instead of the ones who just want to. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. So, well, you mean, uh, you mean, does the U.S. have any partners, you mean, or? No, 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 I, like Russia. Yeah, I mean, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would think if, if NATO forces go in, then that should be, you know, I think everybody should, should play fair with that one. Well, I mean, yeah, if, if you know, NATO goes in, but, you know, NATO would be fighting Russia, you know what I mean? So, um, right. yeah. I think that, um, yeah, cause I, I, you know, I, I don't really, so I, I was thinking about this too, and I, I don't really know what Putin's end game is here, because like if he does, so here's, here's the other thing too, since World War II, I mean, there are very few examples of when world powers, and I say the US, China, you know, Russia, you know, previously the Soviet Union, have gone into foreign countries and ultimately had a positive outcome, you know? And I mean, like, you know, we just lost in Afghanistan, and Russia lost in Afghanistan in the 80s. And, you know, I, one thing I definitely can say is, let's just say Putin does invade. Like, like his military is not as good as ours. It's not as well-funded. Um, it, it, it's not as robust as ours. He doesn't have the capability to really, Russia doesn't have the capability to really, really occupy um, Ukraine and stay there for a really extended period of time. And the thing too, like the world's a different place than it was in the 50s and the 60s. So the Soviets could just like roll their tanks into Eastern Europe and basically set their, you know, uh, set up a perimeter on the border and there's nothing anybody could really do about it except the U.S. if they wanted to go to total war, and but the people couldn't do anything about it. But nowadays, um, we've got you know you have the internet, so everybody knows what's going on. Like people are going to have eyes on this all around the world. Um, nobody, you, everybody, how can I say this? Nobody aside from the Russians um, want this. You know what I mean? So it's not like. Um, you know, people around the world are going to be cheering for Putin, you know what I mean? So, you know, um, if we were able to last 20 years in Afghanistan, he won't be able to last longer than a year or two in the Ukraine. Um, and that's going to get even worse if there's a counterinsurgency and they start killing Russian soldiers. So, uh, you know, I don't really know what he's thinking here. I mean, like, I can see in the short term, but in the long term, um, you know, I'm, this, this doesn't end well for Russia. So, um, and then China, China has... I think, he, I think he's just thinking he's going to run in there and take it over. Yep, yep. And, you know, he, he's going to, you know, uh, dis disassemble the, the government that's in there and put his own in there. I think that's what he's thinking. Yep. Well, you know what? The big lesson that America learned in Iraq, and you can attest to this, um, the easy part is actually overthrowing the government and and um, taking over, the hard part is establishing a working government and staying in there for a couple of years and making the country work. And you know we were in Fallujah in two thousand five, 
um, from July of 2005 to January of 2006. That was like over two years after, you know, the initial invasion in 2003. And we were still fucking fighting them, you know. And, and that was going, and it went on for years after that, you know. So, um, so Putin is, uh, you know, the Russia, like they may be able to go in and kick Ukraine's ass and overthrow the government and, um, you know, take control. But you know, a couple of years from now, and, and the Russian, you know, and the Russian people are, um, how can I say it? They're they're in, they're like Americans in the sense that, like, you know, let's say. Putin does go in, um, you know, as time goes on, three, four, five, they're not going to support it. They're not like robots, you know, they're going to start, they're going to start seeing their, you know, their, their, their kid, their boys being killed and shipped home. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's, you know, invasion, invading other countries in the 21st century is really a losing proposition because, um, it doesn't work over the long term. So, you know what I mean? It's going to be interesting to see what, what bull, I'm, you know, the media may be beefing this up more than it really is. Who knows? It's possible. It's possible. You know what, though? You know, you know, American news, we like to have, we like to have an ongoing, ongoing story. Mm-hmm. It can't never just be peaceful, it seems like, in the, in the news. That, that, that peaceful news doesn't sell. That's true. So... That's true, and and you might be right about that. I guess I need to get online and try to find me a Ukrainian web, you know, news site. See what the, see what the Ukrainians are saying about yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, and the thing you might be right about that, but then also the thing is, the only guy who knows what's going to happen next is Vladimir Putin, and he's not talking. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, either way, so you know what though, I have an interesting question. Well, let's get a little um, political here for a moment. So. Um, earlier in the week, uh, Harp and I were texting and, um, we were talking about uh, Joe Biden and everything. And I actually texted about, uh, George W. Bush. And, um, so Harp, and, and, and actually you texted me, if you don't mind me sharing, you texted me that, um, uh, uh, you said he was a rhino. If you don't mind me including that in the podcast. No, I mean, I don't care. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So the, um. Uh, he texted me that, and I was um I was a, a little surprised because, you know, it, it, around two thousand and, and two thousand one, and granted, circumstances were very different. We were right after September eleventh, so everybody was emotional, but um you know, uh, uh, Bush was like considered solidly Republican. So I, I guess you know my question for you know you and and maybe speaking for the Republicans if you can, um, you know it's it seems like, um. Uh, Republicans have are definitely not enthusiastic about, um, you know, going into uh, Ukraine or any military intervention there, and that seems like a, um, you know, a, a a bit different from you know Iraq under Bush. Uh, do you find that to be the case, and do you think that sort of the Republicans have kind of moved on a little bit from that stance? Well, I mean, first, Bush, you know, Bush had, you know, he had a history with Saddam, back to to, to his dad. Uh, so I think there was a little history there, but also, you know, uh, when, when we got attacked by terrorists, that kind of gave him the, the opening to go after them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, everybody was emotional, so everybody was behind him. I mean, he had to make a, a quick decision. So, mm-hmm. and I think, I mean, 
that's a whole lot different than what's going on in Russia yeah, no. and Ukraine. I mean, there's, you know, I don't think Russia or Ukraine can come attack us here, here on our homeland. Yeah. Like no, that, that's true. Did, but, so, uh, I would hope not. Yeah. But, no. I mean, yeah, Russia won't. Even, 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 even as you got towards the end of Bush's, Bush's eight, his terms, you know, when we were over there fighting, I mean, it was such a political war. And that's not, to me, that's not how Republicans handle wars. Uh, I mean, you, you get in there and then you get your war, your, your wartime done and you get out of there. Uh, I mean, and, and you seen the way the rules of engagement changed while we were over there. How it just, it got so political. It was a political war. And, you know, Bush was at his, he did his, he, 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 he to me, right there towards the end. Yeah, I mean, he supports his troops and all, and that's all good and dandy, but, I mean, some of the stuff we were having to do over there just didn't, didn't, didn't sit well with me. Mm -hmm. Didn't make sense to me, you know. The whole, uh, you know, blowing whistles and shooting flares and hollering at people before you can uh, save your own life. Uh, it just, didn't make any. It didn't didn't sit well with me. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like whose side are you on? I mean, I get. Uh, I didn't get it. Yeah. And that was you know that was one of the main reasons why I you know decided to not read less. Got it. I know. I mean, made it made it out of there with my ten fingers and toes and a pulse. Yeah. Uh, with those yeah. rules of engagements, and it only got worse after that. So. Uh, I think I made made the right decision. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. I just hope that this doesn't escalate with the Russia and Ukraine into another political war for America. And I mean, it's the no nonsense stuff. Like, that has nothing to do with America over there. To, to our security of what happens over there, I don't, I don't see that. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's, it's crazy because the, Hearing you speak, you know, one advantage that Putin does have over the U.S. is we at least tried to conduct a war as humanely as possible, which we ran into all of that, you know, all the stuff that you're talking about, but the Russians don't give a fuck, and they will, no. yeah, kill I mean, anybody war, war, and war everyone. They don't give a war shit. War is war, man. Yeah, yeah, so. Hey, you go, you go kick the top of an ant bed <clears throat> and watch how many of them little suckers come after you. Yeah. Yeah, they don't give they don't give two craps how big you are. Mm -hmm. They're coming to get you. Yeah, that's yeah. their that's their war. Yep, they're coming to get you. But so so yeah so the uh, but you know like I kind of you know because I can't I've been going back and forth about this and I while I certainly do not want to commit troops I also don't think uh, I I don't want to see us just stand down and again I go back to that we have, uh, you know, another, um, you know, we have other options to, instead of just committing troops again. So I, I, if the Russians go in, I absolutely hope that we uh, uh, fund a counterinsurgency and we support the Ukrainians and whatever, you know, rebel movement emerges. And one will emerge, um, you know, and eventually just kind of grind the Russians down, you know what I mean? So. I'm, I, I'm, I'm all for taking care of the... The, the person in the right, mm -hmm. but 
two wrongs don't make a right. So let yeah. those people over there do what they want to do until they want us to get involved is where I would get at. I mean, yeah, we can support them. We can, you know, uh, like you said, send them, send them some aid and stuff like that. But I don't think we need to get into a full-fledged uh, sending troops and yeah, all that good stuff over there. Yeah, you know, it's it's very possible that the you know the the Ukrainian equivalent of the CIA and you know our intelligence services are talking and making connections right now and are already planning for this kind of stuff and you know getting weapons and stuff over there. So oh yeah, I mean yeah. I'm, I'm I'm sure our our top brass is probably million steps ahead of what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they're not just sitting on their butts like, oh, we'll see what happens. No, 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 no. I, I, would, I would hope so. I mean, that's why I'd lay my head down on that pillow at night and sleep so good. Yeah. Because I think that, you know, I hope our secured, national security is tip-top to where I don't have to worry about my roof touching my nose. Yeah. All of a sudden, while I'm sleeping. Yeah. So. Well... The, we, I, I think that we have very little to fear from like Russia militarily and, and on U.S. soil. Now, the thing we do have to worry about is the um, cyber attacks from Russia. And, um, and it, you know, again, the thing with, with Putin, he, he I, like, nobody likes him. Nobody likes Vladimir Putin and nobody likes Russia. So, and he's an easy... He's an easy, um, he's an easy enemy. I don't know, man. I, I kind of like, uh, Russia makes a pretty good vodka, man. What's that? I said Russia makes a pretty good vodka. True, true. I mean, I got to give him some credit on that. True, true. Good vodka. And, and, and AKs are um, pretty good guns. Kind of, I still think subpar to the AR-15 the N- slash M-16, but um, they're, they're, they're formidable weapons. So, you know, yeah. we'll give them that. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, the... Uh, but still, I do think um, you know nobody. Nobody likes Russia, and nobody. Nobody in the international community wants to be Russia. So I've hated, I've hated Russia ever since I watched Rocky. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and you know, Dolph Lundgren, who I actually met once, real nice guy, is actually Swedish. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he, he played a very good role as a Russian. Though. He did. He did. <laughs> so. So, so we'll so we'll see how this one goes. Uh, I, if, here, my prediction, if I had to predict, and my prediction ain't worth a shit, but I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say it right now. Uh, I think that Russia is going to make some uh, limited incursions into Ukraine. Not gonna invade the whole country, but is going to um, annex another piece of it, just like it did with Crimea. And over time, uh, eventually work to annex the whole country. Um, again, I don't know. I'm sure that I'm going to be wrong about that, but uh, you know, I just don't think that they uh, have the. They they can do a full fledged invasion, but again, I don't think they have the, the wherewithal to uh, have a prolonged occupation that lasts a couple of years. Um, the way we did in Iraq and Afghanistan. Iraq and Afghanistan are two very different countries. They're smaller, and um, mu- you know, Afghanistan especially was much less advanced than 
um, than Ukraine was. Iraq, a little bit, you know, less so. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. We'll see. So what gets me, too, is you don't hear, like, the, the, the neighboring countries to Ukraine and Russia. Like, you don't, I mean, I don't hear anything coming from those countries. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, are they worried? Well, the, the countries who are very, very worried are the countries in Eastern Europe, the Eastern European countries that are in NATO that border Russia. It's like Poland, um, I believe Lithuania is one, Estonia, uh, uh, Latvia. So I, I forget exactly uh, which one of them, uh, 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 which of them are in, I know Poland's in NATO, but um, all the NATO countries that border Russia are, are, they're always freaking out, but they're like freaking out right now because they're just wondering who's next. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, you know, first Ukraine and then the world. And, you know, if, I'll tell you this though, if like, like, Russia invades Ukraine and uh, it ends up, you know, um, bolstering NATO and, uh, uh, you know, NATO starts coming together, you know, partner countries start paying a bit more and it really um, strengthens and reinforces NATO then uh, I think that would be a big, big loss for Putin and Russia strategically. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We haven't, we haven't had a good freakout like this um, in a number of years. So, we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? So It's going to be interesting. Yep, yep. I don't think he's bluffing. I do think that... Uh, see, I don't think Putin's bluffing. I do think that he is at some point going to go in. The question is just... How far and how fast, you know? So. Yeah, I'm just wondering, I wonder what the surrounding countries are going to do when he does. I wonder if they're going to tuck tail and run, or are they going to, they going to try to help Ukraine, or are they going to try to help Russia to try to make make it look good to where they'll, you know, be on Russia's side, don't come get us, we're still on your side. It's going to yeah. be interesting. Yep, yep. It will. It will. It definitely will. So, and we shall see. And we'll, it'll be... It'll be interesting. I, now, domestically, I've I've read a few articles about um, the Russian population, and I I kind of take what I read with a grain of salt because I don't actually. It's really hard to get good news on Russia because all the all the media is state controlled, but um, they don't really support it, and they don't seem to be supporting it, and I, so that's why I think um, if it, if Russia is anything like the U.S. after an initial invasion, like support. Will will go through the roof, but then after a couple months, um, that'll start to decline, and especially if you know the economy really goes to shit after we establish sanctions, um, you know I think that there's going to be uh, uh, you know uh, Putin's going to lose support fast. So you know, um, I mean, what does Russia get from us? Well, we we do. We do a lot of trade. They they actually get a lot of you know high end luxury like iPhones and stuff come from the U S. Um, I I think I, I don't know I don't know how much they probably come from China now. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but I mean like a, a lot of that technology um, comes about, from about the, like the, about like them at home COVID tests. They're all from China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where the virus supposedly come from? We're gonna get the, we're yeah. gonna use their we're gonna use their tests. Yeah, they're gonna well, tell us if we got it or not. Well, the the country that is very dependent, the the country in NATO that is pretty dependent on Russia is Germany because uh, Russia provides a lot of Germany's natural gas. So um, 
they're the ones that are stand has stand to lose a lot if this goes down. Um, so so Europe Europe and Europe does a lot trades a lot more with Russia than the U.S. does. So Europe uh, economically has a lot more to lose than we do, and they're you know, and they're at Russia's right at Russia's back door. So um, you know they're they're you know worried on a level that we are not because we have you know the Pacific Ocean. Although although technically technically we are only ninety miles away from Russia because of Alaska, but um, yep. you know. Yep. Continental I US. The, I watched the deadliest catch pretty good bit. Okay. <laughs> Those crab fishermen are always on the Russian border. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, yeah. we're going to see. Um, you know, we will see what happens. They will be, um, maybe somebody will reach out to some old grizzled veterans for their opinion, but I somehow doubt it. And I just hope that, you know, everybody that's in the military today, all the Marines today, uh, have their cold weather gear all ready to go because um, yeah, cause it's freaking cold over there. They can count me out. Fuck yep, fuck yeah, yep. You're talking about 22 degrees in Georgia. It is like negative 22 degrees over there. So fuck. Uh, they can have, they can have it. Exactly, yeah, exactly. There's no Pismo Beach you, in Russia. You know what? You know what I'd say. Push the button. <laughs> get them out. Get them out. I ain't going. <laughs> Too cold over there. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, here we are at the end of the episode. Harp, anything else you want to contribute? Talking about that junk mail. Oh, yes. that's. Read, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. I read, I read some today. Uh-huh. I see where your speaker in your house is running again. Oh, is she? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. She, uh, she, she, she made the announcement today. She's going to re-seek election. Uh, She's going to be 82 years old. Man. Yeah. It is. I mean, she's trying to Betty White this thing. Yeah, yeah. It is. We, we, we do. We need. We need. I and even though I respect a lot of stuff Nancy Pelosi does, this is comments about all of them. We need term. I want to know who's propping her up. Who, who's need, propping yeah. her up? Somebody's got to be propping her up. We need. A, we need term. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So. Eighty. Eighty-two. Yeah, she's getting up there. She's getting up there. That's that's quite a bit. She's been in for a while. So, um, yeah, and I don't know who's been in longer, her or Mitch McConnell, another one that, that needs to term limit out. But, um, but yeah, 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 it's getting there. It's getting there. But You know what? That's a good question. I'm going to Google that real quick. Who's been in Congress the longest? Mm-hmm. But what's up with, the, um, with your election mail? You know, I'm just getting some onesies and twosies. I've been getting some emails, too. Oh, you know, that, that, that's the, it probably won't start flooding, flooding in here until probably, I'm going to say, springtime. Okay. When, you know, the primaries will start heating up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm starting, you know, I'm starting to see signs in yards, driving around. People are picking, you know, picking and choosing the, the governor. And so I, I'm going to say that mm-hmm. stuff will start flooding in, but yeah, I mean, I've gotten a few pieces. I sent you that one. Mm-hmm. That was actually a, that was actually a magazine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like oh, six pages. Of, yeah, it's like six pages of what Brian Kemp's done for Georgia. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, during his tenure so far. Yeah. Uh, said you know banned attempts on to defund our police. You know. 
provided bonuses for first responders, stuff like, you know, stuff he's done. Mm-hmm. Keeping his own horn in a magazine, yeah. basically. Yeah, Georgia is going to be a battleground. It is going to be you. You are you got it all year, man. All year, it's going to be a long year for you guys, man. Holy smokes! So all, all we can do is sit back and watch. Mhm. Mhm. Oh man. Oh man. So well. Well, for me, what I'm going to say is I've I very much hope that. Nobody goes for that. I hope that, you know what, Vladimir Putin decides last minute, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to roll back, we're going to pull back, we're not going to do this. That is wishful thinking of the highest order, and I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, maybe miracles do. I don't know. Uh, like I said, the older I get, the less and less I care to see anybody go to war because I know it's just going to just going to ravage the Ukraine. It's going to... Uh, and, and, and to be fair, you know, there are a lot of Russian mothers whose whose sons are not going to come home. So, you know, Russian mothers who have nothing to do with Vladimir Putin, um, who are going to, you know, have to live the rest of their life without their their sons who were killed in the military. Um, but mostly it's the people of Ukraine who are going to suffer the most. And, um, yeah, it's an unfortunate thing. So, But on a positive note, we're still hanging out here. We're still hanging in here in the U.S., so doing good. All right. Harp, got anything else? That's it. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening to us. We love you. We love talking to you. And we will see you next week.